What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Bloke in a Bar. This week, I have the great John Sutton, Rabbitohs royalty. He was there through the hard times all the way to the pinnacle, the tippity-top, the glory, the premiership. He was a captain. He captained his side to a premiership victory. We hear his entire journey from a young lad growing up in a tough area all the way to breaking out, playing for the Rabbitohs. Just an incredible journey. You're going to love this. And Sutter doesn't do interviews like this much. So, you know, a really rare insight into such a great bloke and such a great player. Brought to you by Bloke in a Bar. Bloke Singlets dropping tonight, 6 p.m. New South Wales time, 5 p.m. Queensland time for Bloke Club members only. So that means that go to bloke.club, so www.bloke.club, sign up. It is completely free. It takes 20 to 30 seconds. Really, really simple, guys. Not a huge form. You've got to fill out or whatever. Real easy, real fast. You sign up, it's free. Then you get access to potentially buy the Bloke Club singlets and plenty of other things. So we're going to have early access stuff. We're going to have discounts. We're going to have events. We're going to have VIP stuff. There's going to be so much stuff that we're going to do for the Bloke Club. So go and sign up. 6 p.m. tomorrow, singlets drop, New South Wales time, 5 p.m. Queensland time. Also, I've seen a lot of people rolling around using Bloke shirts as their touch footy team uh, jersey or their indoor soccer or whatever. So what we're going to do is this. Go on, buy a bloke singlets as your team jersey in your summer sport. So four or five of them, whatever the number is. Take a picture, tag me, and then you go in the draw to win $500 cash to pay for your team bonding or whatever. Celebrate with your team by buying bloke singlets or a bloke shirt as your team jersey. Take a photo, tag me. You go in the draw to win $500. Plus... Two or three extra cases of beer. I'm going to throw in two or three extra cases of bloke beer just to add to the glory that is your team. So tomorrow, 6 p.m. New South Wales time, 5 p.m. Queensland time. Be there, limited supply. Once they sell out, they are gone. They are gone. It's the best way to support the platform, guys. Plus, they're six singlets. Perfect for summer. You can wear them mowing the lawn, watching the footy. Or not watching the footy, watching the cricket, sorry. You can wear it just around the house. You can wear it down to the beach. You can wear it at work. They're a perfect singlet for summer, guys. Make sure to get them before they sell out. But as usual, let's get straight into it, baby! Just a bloke in a bar. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Bloke in a Bar, brought to you, powered by Bloke Beer. Go to your local, grab a case. That's what we can get great guests on, like John Sutton, who is with me right now. How you going, Sutto? Very nice to have you on here. No, cheers. Thanks for having us on. Mate, uh, you do, we were just talking, SG Ball. You're going to be the coach of uh, SG Ball this coming year, 2022? Yeah, it's um, <clears throat> first head coaching gig and yep. uh, a bit nervous about it, but looking forward to it. Met, a, met the boys last week and uh, seemed like a good bunch of lads. So, yep. you know, we start training next week and, yeah, get into it. What's it like? I always, whenever I see the younger fellas coming into first grade or whatever, it takes me back to the days when... I was a young fella, like all the nerves, all the, the hope, the like thinking in your head of the career you may have kind of thing. What's it like seeing the young fellas? Because that's even younger, you know, that's not just first grade, that's the, like the young fellas. What's it like seeing those boys all come together? Yeah, it's cool. I think because um, I came through the same system and mm. um, it's good to give back and, you know, see players progress through the grades and that's mm. what I hopefully can do for the SG ball lads. See them, you know, go to flag, go to reserve grade and... Yep. You know, hopefully play um, NRL one day. So that's what it's all about for me. Yeah. And you, you were saying that uh, this year, Sloan and Armon from the Dragons, who played NRL and played and impacted NRL, they didn't just like make the numbers up. They played well in NRL, came back and played your SG ball side this year. <laughs> it was just killing it. 
Yeah, so we, I think it was the, um, the game to get into the prelim. We uh, come up against the Dragons and um, we haven't seen, I don't think uh, Terrell or, um, sorry, what's the sixes? Amon. Amon. I don't think they played SG ball that year, yep. much that year. And yep. they came back and uh, <laughs> tore shreds off us and put First 40 break. on us. And um, yeah, our season was over after that. But, um, you know, two very talented blokes coming back and, yep. you know, they did what they had to do. You know, I mean, the good thing is for your lads is you can say to them, well, that's where you need to be at. That's where you've got to get to. If you want to play NRL, you want to be going at least close to what they're doing. I mean, I know they did really well when they got in the NRL, but what's it it's like being, you know, you're obviously a, a club a club legend and you saw the boys get to the grand final, fall at the last hurdle. What's, what's it been like since? Or was it like as an ex-player being so proud of the boys but also being so disappointed that they got so close? Yeah, obviously I had an awesome year. Um, you know, I think, uh, you know, to make it that far after everyone was writing us off, you know, we had two two 50-point losses during the season and Crazy, everyone was yeah. saying, oh, they can't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we lost Latrell towards the back end and, yep. you know, Taffy jumped in there and it was just awesome to see him, you know, in the grand final again. And um, even though they didn't win, they, you know, everyone's so proud of them and what they did. So yeah, I think... Um, you know, New Year next year, and um, you know we've got some good young players coming through. So I'm very excited to see what they can do. It's, um, mate, it was, uh, it was a wild ride because you're right. That's two 50 point losses, and everyone wrote you off. I'm, I can gladly say I didn't. I said, if Wayne's your head coach, anything can happen. But I will put my hand up and say when Latrell went down, I was thinking, I said, no, I just can't, I can't see him. Without Trell, he's so important to that team and with Cody Walker and just his ability to break games open out of nowhere. But he's like proved everyone. What was it? Because you, you were in camp with the boys. So um, when they first went to Queensland, they only had 10 staff spots and I was out of that 10. Yeah, um, <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't make the side, bros. <laughs> I didn't make the side. I was... Um, you know, it was, it was a long way out and I thought I was a chance of getting up there. Yeah. So I wasn't too worried. But as the weeks rolled on and, you know, coming close to the finals, I was uh, realising that <laughs> I wasn't a chance of getting up there. And, yep. um, yeah, it was, it was hard to see um, the boys playing each week because I've been every game since, you know, I was 19, yep. you know, playing and then wow. going to the coaching staff. Yeah, and then yeah. Now I was sitting at home with my kids watching the footy, but um, was it weird? It was so weird. Yeah, it was very weird. It was um, it was it was hard in the semis. Yeah, it was hard to sit there and um, got my son jumping around the house, and I'm just trying to concentrate <laughs> on watching the game. But yep. um, yeah, it was uh, it was a little bit tough, but it is what it is. And um, yeah, would have loved to have been up there for the grand final. And I actually spoke to um. Russ, he was he was trying to get me up there. Oh, really? Yeah. So the yeah. big dog has pulled. The big dog. He tried <laughs> to pull a few strings, but he, he couldn't get it done. And, yep. Um, yeah. To watch a grand, grand final, of, you know, at home and yeah. not being up there was a bit weird. Yeah, especially weird. like you, as you said, you've been at every game pretty much since you were you know 19 years old, and then they make the big dance, which is such a hard thing to do, and you don't get to experience it. Um, did you, did you speak to any of the boys before the grand final or anything on the phone or not really because they're all in their own little bubble? Yeah, well, I, I don't like punishing them. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, they've got jobs to do, but, uh, you know, always texting, you know, mainly Cody and Rennie. Um, sorry, Rennie. Cody and Ren. Yep. And, um, you know, see where the team's at and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I'm a pretty quiet guy. I don't yeah. like to punish, punish yeah, boys. Yeah, 
There's a weird, um, like, uh, sometimes I think fans just think that, like, ex-players, especially ones like yourself, are, like, constantly in contact and that. But you you don't want to be that ex-player that's, like, still hanging on and, like, fucking being... You know what I mean? Like, you don't yeah. want to be in their face. That's yeah. their time. Yeah. Well, obviously, they get, you know, punished by everyone else. Yep. It's not punished, but, you know, they've got a lot of stuff on their minds. Yeah. Um, dealing with... An, um, yeah, I just didn't want to be that bloke that rings them every day saying, oh, how are we going? <laughs> this is what you're going to you do. Know, <laughs> who are we going to attack? Like, yeah. where are we going? Like, and all that stuff. So. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, you're right. Because then they're like, bro, I just spent fucking two-hour video <laughs> session talking about this shit. Um, but, yeah, take us back to a young fella. Uh, obviously, uh, born 5th of November, 1984. Um, so you grew up in, did you say La Perouse? So I lived in La Perouse yep. um, until I was about... Seven, seven or eight. I played for La Perouse um, for a couple of years, and then we folded. So I had to find another team, and lucky enough, a friend was with the Matures and mm. jumped to Kensington. Oh, I really? Played footy with uh, Rennie's younger brother, Leiden, and um, we had some good years there. We uh, we won ten years in a row. No ten way! <laughs> so from what age group? Like sevens, sevens or sixteens. Holy, 10 years in a row. Yeah. That's got to be a record, surely. Well, I think Keon keeps telling me that his mascot side won 11 or 12. Oh, Porky's. <laughs> Fuck off, Keon. Yeah, Fuck so, well, off. he played with Cam, so I'm yeah. sort of thinking, well, maybe, you know, yeah. if they're both in the side. That's G up. I'm going to say, that's <laughs> GST. I reckon maybe five or six. He's, yeah. just, he's just had to be a GST. Yeah. Um, so, so you grew up essentially from sevens onwards, you're playing with Renny Matua. Rennie's younger brother, Leiden. Rennie's yeah, younger so brother. Leiden's a couple, uh, Rennie's a couple of years older, older than me. Yep. And um, yeah, I played with Leiden. Yep. And, um, was there any other NRL players in your team? Or it was. Yeah. It was. Damon Ali Toby. You probably wouldn't remember, remember. him. He's played uh, three or four first grade games back in 2003. Yep. In 2004. And he was the gun. He yeah. was, um, you know, he was one of those players where, you, you know, on the little fields, you kick off and you'll be able to kick it dead every time. Oh, really? and you get the ball back. Yeah, yeah. And then we, you know, wouldn't let teams actually get the ball. We just keep on scoring tries. And <laughs> ten years, bro. Yeah, yeah. Holy ten years straight. shit! Was it? Was there? Well, as they? a young, yeah, that's all. I, as a young bloke, that's all we. I knew we just yeah. used to win. <laughs> Mate, that's wild. Ten years. Well, were parents complaining in that? Like, I'm sure there was uh, some parents complaining on the other sides, going, you know, this is bullshit, and like they, they've got to disperse the team, or not really. They yeah, just copped it. I think. Yeah, just copped it. Um, one of my good mates used to play for South East and he used to tell me um, they used to keep uh, some lollies in their socks so when they're standing under the golf post... They like, can... <laughs> <laughs> Talk about repairing to lose. <laughs> it's like, fuck it. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> fuck it. Oh, gun side. Okay, yeah. so what position were you playing... You know, obviously under sevens and that doesn't matter, but as yeah. you got a little bit older, closer to the 16 and that, what position were you playing? I played centre. Yep. I played centre. I had a bit of toe when I was younger. And, you know, 16, you go for those growth spurts and I had some bad knees at Oshkosh Lattice or whatever it's called. Mm. Um, yeah, that really hampered my running. So yep. <laughs> Get um, you into the forwards, mate. Yeah, I started moving. I moved to 5'8", where yep. I just did a lot of, uh, you know, dishing off. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's always a go eh? yeah. as they get a bit bigger we go move in the middle um so growing up was it um what was it was it were you you know did you go to school a lot or did you just focus on footy or were you did you enjoy school or was it because like a lot of players 
I think it's changed now, but when we were kind of growing up, it was like, if you love sport, that's just all you focused mm. on. Um, what was it like for you? So I went to Marsden College from year seven, eight, nine, and yeah, to be honest, I didn't really like school. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to get out of there, and I tried to get in the South Sydney High where my sister is at, but I couldn't get in, so I had to go to JJ Carl just up the road here. Mm. And I spent year 10 there. <clears throat> the music teacher was a surfer, so I used to get... Um, me and a couple of other boys used to go surfing yep. a lot, but um, <clears throat> again, didn't like school, so I dropped out. Dropped um, out. And then I started working with my old man, he was a scaffolder. Mm. Done a lot of, sc- sc- not a lot, I did probably like eight to ten weeks of scaffolding, made a bit of coin, and yeah. I just sort of went, I'm having the summer off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I just cruised. Yep. Um, and then a school came around year 11, yep. and I. Um, I went back to school, mm. or tried to anyway, and, yeah. and dropped out again. So, um, yeah, after that, I, um, you know, as a young fella, you like to party, hang out with your friends and stuff. And yeah. But my dad got me a job at Mitre 10, just up the road here. Yeah. And um, I started Monday morning and um, had a big weekend, <laughs> lied in bed all day Monday, and dad came home and he's like, did you go to that job? And I said... No, Dad, I haven't got out of bed. And my dad's, you know, really quiet sort of guy and doesn't really get angry with me. He lost it. Yeah. He wanted me out out of the house and my mum was like, he's not going, blah, blah, blah. And it was just <laughs> like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. So I think that at that point I realised I've got to do something. Yeah. And, um, you know, footy was, you know, probably the way to go. So, yeah, um, yeah I knuckled down with footy and, um, you know, trained really hard, mm. got in like all the teams at South and... Yeah, before before I knew it, I was playing first grade at 19. So. Yeah, so we had you, at that stage, had you made New South Wales or anything like that? Or just the South system? Yeah, so because I, I wasn't really a school, I didn't really oh, make any of the rep sides. Yep. Um, so I just, you know, had my pathway was through South. Yep. And um, yeah, that's the way I got to first grade. Far out, okay. So, so was there any other clubs interested in you or was it because you were so deeply ingrained in the South systems you kind of just that's the way i want to go or um i think yeah the dragons the dragons were keen yep but um you know growing up in the area i didn't really want to go anywhere so it was yeah. a very easy decision for me yep. to stay at south yeah. did it affect you much when they because you know you debuted 2004 they got taken out of the comp 2000 did that affect you at all? Because that's when you were like 16, 15, 16? Yeah, not really because the, they had to still the, um, all the, the SG Borf, yeah. Matt um, and Flegg, they all had that and that's when I was at that age. Yeah. So it didn't really affect me. Mm. And then, you Did know, it worry you though? Like thinking, oh, fuck, like the team that I go for and love is out or not really? Yeah, I was, oh, yeah, I was offered that out of the comp. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> like growing up, well, growing up really like I, I love footy, but... Mm. Um, I wasn't fully into it, you know, I loved to surf. And yep. All I really wanted to do was surf, so, mm. um, but yeah, like, very happy that they got back in the comp and yeah. you know, I was able to go For through, sure. yeah. <clears throat> so, at what point um, do you remember the first first grade contract you got or the first um, session that you went to or one of the first ones where you're like, wow, this is first grade? <laughs> well, to be honest, back then, it, I wouldn't, the system wasn't as great yeah. coming into first grade. Yep. Obviously, we just got back in and probably, you know, the um, strength of the squad wasn't really there. But, um, yep. you know, for me, when I got in there, I was just happy to be around the boys and, mm. um, you know, 
played a you know a bit of first vision in 2004, and then um, was lucky enough to go up for the last ten games, play first grade. Yeah. So after that, I um, you know signed my first you know decent Deal. contract yep. when I was uh, 2005, and um, yeah, we just went from there. But um, you know, obviously, I played a few games at the start of the season, and I ran into um. Jason Croker, he yeah. got me with an elbow and dislocated my sternum. Oh, fuck. So I was lying on the ground just on my back and he's like, are you all right? I'm like, no. Nah. <laughs> and they had to cut my jersey off and everything because no I just had a big, big hole in my chest sort of thing. Oh, yeah, really? it was, yeah, That's it was scary? such a, yeah, it was at, at the time because I went to the specialist and they said they've only seen this sort of injury when a cupboard or something has fell on someone. Wow, you know, yeah. and then, um, Ooh, it was weird because he said, uh, if it doesn't go back into place, you have to get um, like a metal plate, you know, sort of to put, put it back to place. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, if I got that, I probably wouldn't have been able to play football after yeah. that. But, 100%. Um, yeah, that, the next two weeks were tough. It was just like getting in and out of bed sort of thing, oh, just like oh, screaming. And, uh, but yeah, it, you know, eventually went back in and yep. um, I missed about six or eight weeks and then I got to play the rest of the year. Far out. That's like, the, I reckon your first like impact injury like that is really scary. I mean, when I snapped a few ribs and my lung collapsed, it's like you used to think you're invincible mm. and then that happens exactly. and you're like, fuck, yeah. I'm not like, shit can happen to me. Yeah. When you're yeah. a kid, you're just wild. You don't care. <laughs> um, so do you remember your debut? How did it, like, do you remember the phone call or just running out or anything like that? Yeah. So uh, Arthur Katinas took over. Yeah. I think Lamech got the sack and he mm. took over and he was coaching me in the reserves and uh you know a spot opened up in the centers and he called me up and i was so excited yeah um but it was i got home from training my parents already knew it was like what really yeah so they called him or something <laughs> i don't know what happened they must have seen it in the oh, okay. when they named this team sheet yep yep and um yeah so i was super excited um it was against brisbane up there yep yep um yeah, so they flew my parents up, which is great. Yeah. Um, the game wasn't too great, actually. <laughs> you know, it was, you know, Petro, Gordon yeah, Tallis. prime Broncos, yeah. Lockyer. Um, Hodjo. Yeah, that had, yeah, that had, Oh, Hodjo would have been probably at Roosters, but they had a gun yeah, side. Yeah, that had, yeah, grouse team. And, yep. Um, you know, we are getting flogged, but I managed to score a try with about 10 to go. No Ashley way. Harrison, Ashley Harrison put me over in the corner. I was yeah. stoked. Far out. What's that feeling like? You're in, was it obviously, yeah, Suncorp was there by then. Yeah. You, you go over in Suncorp and that's like, you know, packed. What's that feeling like? Oh, it was awesome. Look, and, um, you know, being one of the boys from Namarubra. Yeah. You know, I threw up the bra boys yeah, for all the yeah, boys yeah. and, you know, it was, yeah. The boys would have loved great. that. Yeah, it was Fuck, great. How so. good is that? So you debuted 2004. Um, 2005, uh, you continue playing 19 matches. You score four tries, seven goals, the goal kicker. Um, <laughs> But you also uh, play for Prime Ministers um, against in Papua New Guinea. What was that experience like? Like playing over in Papua New Guinea, got the Australian jersey on. Oh, that was the best. Yeah, that was. Um, we had a um, really good team too. Yeah, you know, it was just Craig Gow was my roomie. Oh, Finchy right. was in the team. The great Finch man. Yeah, um, Rennie, Luke Richardson. It was just. Um, it was an awesome experience. Obviously, I didn't. I was only in the league a couple of years, and uh, <clears throat> you know, my dad flew over, come watch the game. Mm. Um, well, the night the night we got in the camp, we went out, and um, yeah, you know, it was just mad being around the boys and yeah. having a good crack. And 
I tell you, uh, the next morning we were about to get on the bus and I was so, like, <laughs> just still pissed. Yeah. Sitting next to Big Mao, the coach. Oh, and, no. Uh, <laughs> I just remember just, well, Renny used to tell me, if I had the um, big plate of bacon and I was just sitting next to Mao, just like hammering it, <laughs> just looking at me going, what's, what's he doing? <laughs> You'll just smell like pissed. Yeah, just hammering bacon in, <laughs> in front of him, just like, like literally just... Throwing in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> so no, but it was it was it was good times. It's um it was a great trip. It was um uh, it was an awesome game. Yeah. Um, field was they they tackle so hard. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I come up from that game, just corks everywhere. Yeah, because they just fly in, eh? Yes, fly in. There's no like catch and wrestle yeah. or anything. It's fucking just Shoulders. Yep. Yeah. But, Do you um, remember? Um, was there? Did they run on the field or anything? The crowd or, or anything like that? Yeah, they did. They did. They were just, you know, they, they're just crazy fans. I love the game. Yeah. <clears throat> Obviously, getting in a, on and sorry, getting um, on and off the bus, you know, is a bit of a challenge because they all yeah. want to get up and you know touch you and yep. um, say hello. Oh, yeah. And got the security guards trying to you know show them off. But <laughs> no, nah, it was an awesome trip. I really enjoyed that. I would love to go to. I'd love to go and watch. I hope they get bring that back. Obviously, you know, mm. in the current circumstances, it's hard. But I hope. Um, I would love to go and watch that because I just I've, I've never been to PNG obviously, but also yeah. the fact that just seeing them, how much they love it, and I guess it would bring into perspective how lucky we are that we get to play this game that these guys absolutely like yeah. froth on. And I tried the beat on up too. Oh, did you? Oh, how did it go? What was oh, it like? Just you get a little head spin. That's it, little head spin. I love it, eh? Yeah, yeah. Fucking hell! And it's just what just a just a little. Oh, it's like um, if you suck back hard on a dart. And just get that little really that's, yeah. that's it yeah. does it last for long no it doesn't last for long really because that's they, why they probably just always yeah they're on it all day yeah. like they, you can see their teeth yeah. in that yeah. eh? Yeah. far out it's strange how different cultures have like different things that they they mm. froth on um okay so you, you play in the prime ministers and at this stage what's the you know obviously the rabbitos were still struggling but for you are you building a lot of confidence with your own personal game because you're making that side um you know, in a struggling side? Yeah, I think I was. You know, mm. we had the end of 2005. It was um, <clears throat> it was a pretty good one. I think we won about eight of our last ten games. Yeah. And, um, you know, I felt that momentum was going to travel into 2006. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that was probably one of the worst years, 2006. Yeah, yeah won the spoon. Won the spoon. I think we only won three games that year. Wow. Um, yeah, it was a tough year. Yeah. Very tough year, I think. Only um, shining light out of that year was probably Marrow. He scored 20... He won the try scorers. Mate, you know I mean? best, like, probably the best finisher of all time. Yeah. He's got to be. Yeah. Tell me another winger that in the worst, the team that was coming last, put up as many tries as he did. Like, no one. Most of the best wingers are in the best sides. Could you imagine if he was in the Roosters of the Storm? Mate? He'd have 100 <laughs> tries a year. He was yeah, no, he was so the best. I'd, yeah. Love playing alongside Marrow. He was... Um, you know, you just run to the line, throw it out your ass, and yeah. he usually scoop it up and score. Mate, he was so good. He was so good. Every yeah. year, too. Every year. Um, so, 2007, um, you suffer a shoulder injury, um, attempting to score, match-winning try in a dramatic circumstances. Sutton was ruled to have knocked on uh, on following a late attempt from Broncos' Carmichael Hunt to prevent the try. Uh, do you remember that at all? Yeah, I do. Walk us <clears throat> through the whole thing. Well, I actually got dropped back to the bench, and... Um, only came on late in the game, and <clears throat> yeah, we needed a score to win. Can't remember who actually put the kick through, but 
I can see it in slow-mo. I thought I was a good chance of scoring and I got like, I got my hand to the ball, but it just bounced and then yep. Carmichael just sat on me, sat on oh. my shoulder. <laughs> and yeah, it just came straight out. And <clears throat> yeah, it was my first big shoulder injury, yep. but um, yeah, I was probably, uh, probably, I was more disappointed I didn't score the try. Oh, really? Yeah. Because you would have won, I beat the Broncos. The game. Yeah. It was after the bell too. Wow. So. In 2007, they just won the premiership. So if you beat them then, far out. <laughs> um, okay, so you caught, but you, you qualified for the finals that year, 2007. And so that was the first time since 1989. What was, what was that like for you as a club? And like, I know, you know, some fans may be, you know, oh, it's just the finals. But I think a lot of people don't understand how tough the road was for you boys. Like, like to, to rock up for the years he's rocked up and to struggle, to struggle, and then to finally make the finals, first time since 1989, what was the, the feeling like in the, in the squad? No, it was great. Yeah. You know, <coughs> um, first year, Russell took over. Yeah. Oh, really? Um, so was, okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it was great. We had Jason Taylor was the coach, and, um, you know, we just had a great year. Um, yeah. You know, won some, won some game, like good games and yeah. some tight games and... Yeah, it was great to just get in the finals. The game wasn't too great. We got, um, got touched up by Manly at um, Brookvale. <laughs> well, they won it that year, so... Yeah. It was, oh, 2007, no, that was Storm. Storm sorry. They were in the grand final, though, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it was great to, you know, feel the finals atmosphere, yep. and yeah, it was good. Well, is there any truth to the yarn from the great Brian Fletcher about <laughs> Hugh Hefner, Russell Crowe, telling the boys that if you win, you go over there... What's your perspective on this? <laughs> um, yeah, I only heard it from Fletch as well, but I believe him. Oh, really? I believe him. I believe that, we, yeah, we we're going to go to the Playboy Mansion. And so what, what happened? <laughs> Tell us what happened. Fletch came into you guys and was like... Yeah, we win. We go in the Playboy Mansion. And this is in the, in the finals? Like as if you win the finals game? Yeah, so... Um, yeah, I believed him. <laughs> it would have been great. <laughs> so before that finals match against Manly? Well, that no, nah, that was... That wasn't that wasn't that year. Okay, that was um, it was another year, but uh, what was it? I think it was two thousand and maybe four. Yeah, I think it was. And, <laughs> and he come like, into the Let's chamber. Go, boys! If we win, we go in the Playboy <laughs> Mansion and uh, <laughs> and the boys. What the boys get up like? Oh yeah. fuck yeah! Yeah, let's go. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck, that's mm. great. Um, Okay, so, yeah, so 2007 you qualify. 2008, though, um, you get selected New South Wales City Origin. Uh, again, like, you're progressing, your career continues to improve. Um, what was, do you remember the phone call or, you know, what was it like being selected for New South Wales City Origin? Um, I'm just trying to think. Um, <clears throat> long time ago now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember the... I remember the um, the camp. It was great. Yeah. Um, but I'm I've scored a try actually. Oh really? Yeah, that's what I remember. Yeah. Little short ball off Brave. Yeah. Pulled me over. But um, yeah, I didn't have the best game that game. It was, um, led a couple of tries in. I just remember. And what position yeah. you play? Five eight. Uh, I played in the back row. Back row. Okay. Yeah. So. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tough days. Tough days. Tough days. Um, Okay, so the next year though, so the next year, 
you move permanently to 5.8. Mm. What, what do you remember the reason for that move to the six, six roll? Yeah, because um, <clears throat> Chrissy Sando came in halfway through 2008. Yep. And um, yeah, JT wanted me to, you know, pardon him in the... So I've, I've played the rest of the season, 2008 and the six. And yeah, the train there most of the pre-season and, you know, started... With Chris in the um, yep. in the halves. Were you keen, like? Was that something that you were really keen to do? Yeah, it was. It was sometimes I, when you move position, you like. Yeah, oh, well, I did that a lot my first few years. I played, you know, five eight back row. Yeah. Blah blah blah, but I was keen to play in the six, and that's where I enjoyed most of my footy. Yeah. And um, you know, we had a great start to that year, I think, and won some good games. Um, I thought I was playing pretty good yep. in the six. So. Yeah. Um, made City, made City country yep. that year, and you got named for the extended squad of uh, Origin series. Yeah, so I think um, I think me and Terry Campisi were vying for the six jersey. Yeah, and um, City country game, I broke my hand the first five minutes. Oh fuck! Yeah, I'm not saying I would have got it, but I just didn't give myself a chance yep. to um, yep. yeah, to show what I can do and. Yeah, back my hand and mate, far yeah. out. <laughs> oh man. Um, okay. Also, the, uh, is this around the time when Burgess comes, or was that around two thousand twelve or two thousand? Sam came two thousand ten. Two thousand ten. <clears throat> okay, so we're yeah. getting close to that, which yeah. is the next year. Um, also, two thousand nine, um, you win the George Piggins Medal as the best and fairest players um, uh, player. So two thousand ten rolls around, and obviously they signed Sam Burgess, but. Even though he came a lot, uh, like he came across with a lot of raps, I don't think anyone was prepared for how well he would go. It was still arming and arming. Do you remember feeling like you know there's a, a change about? Was it Roy? Atta- when did Roy? Yeah, Atta- Roy Atta- came 2007. So he so was we, kind of yeah, the start. Yeah, we had a few um, you know, players starting to come to the club. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen much of Sam play before that. Before that, <clears throat> I remember the first game. He um, hit it up on the other side of the ruck. I was on the left, and he's just made the biggest dent. Like his first run, and I remember he looked to pass the ball, and I wasn't pushing oh, up. Yeah, okay. And I could see him looking at me like that, and I just went, <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, shit, I've got to push yeah, up more. I underestimated him. You know I mean? yeah. yeah. And it was just, yeah, that's something that I've like, just said, fuck, this, you know, you he's play. got it all. He's got it, yeah. Yep. Because, um, like, you know, the, like a lot of people pointed um, Greg Inglis coming, and don't get me wrong, that was a huge turnaround for the club. But it was actually like Roy Asatasi coming, and obviously yourself saying, because I'm sure at, at any point during this time, you know, because you started to get looked at for Origin and Plank mm-hmm. City, were you getting offers from other clubs? And, and if so, what made you say at the Rabbitohs? Uh, to be honest, not really. I think, um, you know, my form over the first you know, five or six years was very inconsistent you mm. know it was very up and down um you know, i didn't really find my groove but um yeah 2009 i thought i had a pretty good year mm. um 2010 you know greg sam come along you know we still had roy yeah um oh sorry got to mention croc michael croc came through 2009 too oh, okay so yep. yeah we had a we're building a really good squad yep um 2010, 2011 were very similar. We were there at Bass, but we couldn't quite crack the finals. Yep. And it's it a bit disappointing because we had a good squad. We, you know, yeah. Dave Taylor was there. Yeah, the you know, great, the yeah, Coltrane. The Coltrane, yeah. <laughs> so we had a, we were building a really nice squad. You know, Isaac Luke, mm. he was playing some really good footy. Yeah. But we just couldn't, we just couldn't do it and we just couldn't get there. So, 
Um, yeah, it was disappointing those two years where we should have been in the finals and we weren't. And so, um, 2012 rolls around and uh, you've already played 150 games by now, which is you know, pretty incredible. But uh, Michael Maguire gets named um, as coach. Eddie names co-captains of um, five co-captains. Croker, <laughs> yeah. Burgess, King, Asatasi. Well, what was, was it, did it take a bit to get used to Michael Maguire's approach or? Um, a little bit. No, to be honest, not really. He just, we just got flogged, trained mm. hard from day one. Mm. Um, we probably needed that. Yeah. We probably needed that, you know, tough, that tough loving sort of thing. So we, um, you know, we just, everyone ripped in. Um, the five captains thing was a bit weird. Five for me, yeah. I wasn't too keen on um, becoming a captain. It was, um, I was just happy to play my part. Yeah. And just hanging in the back. But, um, you know, he asked me to be one of the captains, so I just had to, you know, take the leadership there. And, yep. um, you know, we, I, <clears throat> I enjoyed it, you know. It was um, something I probably didn't think I'd do, but, yep. you know, had a crack and I really enjoyed it. Well, you had one of your, your better years. You know, yeah. you win the, the George Piggins medal. Do you think that um, that he's kind of, although training extremely hard, brought the best out in you because it just forced you to be like, sometimes I can force you out of your comfort zone a little bit. I'm not sure if you were in your comfort zone at no, all. Definitely, yeah, 100%. Okay. He um, sat me down before the season started and he said, look, you're 26 now. Yeah. You haven't really achieved much. You, have, mm. you know, haven't been in the finals and I... Yeah, so he just put it on me and I just thought, fuck, yeah. <laughs> you know, this is it. It's yep. now or never to, you know, do something with my career. And, <clears throat> you know, 2012 was a great year. Mm. You know, we played really well that year and, um, you know, made the it's prelim. Yep. Made the prelim and, you know, Adam got a repeat set and done his hammy, oh. you know, with just before half time. It was yep. a big loss. Well, I think we are in front. Mm. And, you know, that second half, we just lost our way a bit. Yeah. Um, but all in all, it was a pretty successful year for us. I thought we yep. had a great year and to make it that far was great. So. And you make the Australian training squad that year? Uh, yeah. Well, I don't, yeah. I, can't, I think it might have been... Maybe I was injured okay. really get into the squad. Okay. So. Um, but you play incredibly because, you know, you, 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 in, a, in a great year, you win the player of the year, best and fairest. Um, the next year, the feeling, what's, what, what's it like for you personally? Because like you were there at the start when you know, Rabbitohs were seen as a team that you could easily beat. And then you had worked all the way through the dark times to 2013 rolls around and you guys are genuinely considered you should have a, real, a fair crack here. What's, what's that feeling like? Yeah, no, it was great. We're all confident. Yep. Um, you know, we had a great pre-season come into the games and we are just, you know, ready to go. It was just, um, yeah, it was such a good year. You know, obviously I haven't had many years like that mm. leading up to that point and, you know, to be winning, being confident and um, to think you can, big chance this year yeah. was, um, yeah. yeah, so we, uh, <laughs> you know, had a great year. Uh, I think we beat maybe Melbourne in the yeah. first semi, had a week off and then, um, yeah, the Manly game to make the granny it was uh, that was a tough one. Right, was, walk us through it. Walk us through it. Um, you know, we had a great couple of weeks a week off and <clears throat> come into that game fully confident, yep. ready to go, and just had the best start. We I scored a try. I think I, yeah, I scored the first try. Fucking so I was, that. You know, and then um, put another try on. It was fourteen nil. You know, 
14 It's almost like too good of a start, you know, because yeah. it lulls yeah. you into a sense of security. And then, you know, it was, um, you know, they scored a, I think they scored a try. Snake scored a try. Gifty's kick too, like a little oh. grubber. Yeah. <laughs> we went in, they went in uh, halftime 14-6. Yeah. You know, obviously very confident. Um, yeah, I don't know what happened that second half. It was... Um, Oh, it still haunts, it still haunts me today that game because really? yeah I just I felt like that was our year I felt like it was gonna yep. fall into place. Well, a lot of people agree. You know, they thought that. Like I, mean, I remember being around at the time thinking like, this is the year Rabbitohs yeah. get the job done because you yeah, we were quite relatively close too. last year. Yeah. Okay. All, oh, sorry. Before I forget, so 2012 is when Greg Inglis come across, isn't it? 2012. No, he he. Eleven. Yeah, but he um that's when he went to fullback. Okay. 2012 match. Moved in fullback, I think, four weeks into the comp. Yep, okay. And that's where... He just went crazy. Just, yeah. What was it like? There? So 2011, that's when Greg Inglis comes to the club. Yep. You know, what's that like? Like, To me, Greg Inglis is the best outside back of all time, in my opinion. Like, I, I don't get me wrong. I think, like, you know, Lockyer is, you know, the best fullback in six, and you could argue Slater six. But when you're talking about outside back that can play any position in the back line... To me, it's Greg Inglis. Mm. What was it like when he comes across and there just seems to be so much hype around what he can bring? Because another thing that a lot of people don't re- remember is I was at the Broncos and we had him. He <laughs> yeah. was coming. We all knew, like, Greg Inglis is coming. Fuck yeah, we've signed Greg Inglis. And then we wake up one day and he's not, like, we were literally preparing our top squad for him. Mm. Like, fuck yeah, yeah. Greg GI is coming. This is going to be hectic. And then w- we wake up one day and everyone's wigging out because they're like, He's going on the Rabbitohs, what's happening? And then it got confirmed and we were all just like, what the fuck? Yeah. What was it like when he rocks up? Well, yeah, to me, Greg Garkin is the best player ever. Incredible. Yeah, Incredible. Just, like you said, he can just play anywhere. He can score tries from anywhere. Mm. No um, one can do what he did. No. Nah. Literally. Like, you know, for example, like I would look at a guy like Slater. Don't get me wrong. Slater, goat fullback. Yep. But there are people that can replicate to a degree what Slater did. He just did it at a very high level all the time. Whereas I just think that like GI outside of maybe Trell, mm. but GI obviously did it over a full career. I just don't see anyone. Rep- no, he could run that. around you, score a try, run over you, score yep. a try. He could pop ball he play. Had the, he had a you know silky hands as yep. well. Yeah, but um, yeah, that was uh, that was a, that was massive for us um, getting Greg there. He, he didn't turn up to um, him tip top shape. <laughs> He's a big boy. <laughs> I remember that, like his first game, people were going. Like yeah. a skinny fellow down in Storm, <laughs> and he come and he was massive. <laughs> it was weird. They um, his first session back, he must have had a couple of injuries, a couple of surgeries. Um, they put a sled on him. I remember just the head. They put a sled on him, and he was walking around Redfern with a sled. And I'm just going, what's going on here? <laughs> That's like my first impression of seeing him at the club. Just walking around, walking around with a sled on. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest, arguably yeah. the greatest player of all time, and he's just like floating along, yeah, outside the table. Oh, what was funny. he? Um, was he? Was he like making jokes about? You know how the boys give each other shit, and that was he laughing about it or? Yeah, was he like? was having a bit of a laugh, but yeah, it was, it was just weird to seeing Greg <laughs> walking around with a sled on. <laughs> oh but, fuck! Um, yeah, good. Um, but did you, um, you know, once he gets moving and, you know, did you immediately feel his presence? Yeah, of course. Mm. Um, I th- it took him a few games that year, but, you know, once he, you know, once he touches a ball and things just happen, mm. um, he's got a massive boot. I remember uh, um, Langy saying, first set of the game, 
we'll just go four up the guts and we'll just get Greg to put up one of these massive bombs because he's doing these massive bombs. Yep. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, let's do it. Bomb went so high. Yep. They knocked it on. It was like, yes, it oh, worked. <laughs> first game. So simple. And he's, yeah. what can but, um, we do? What can't yeah. do? So, no, as he, you know, next couple of years he got fitter and yep. he was just damaging us when we went to fullback. Yep. It was um, yeah, it was a master, master stroke from Magic getting back mate, there. Mate, honestly, like, it's, it's like when you look at like a Latrell now, like people don't understand how, not scary because no team's scared, but how frustrating is it as a team that you can have the perfect kick chase line, mm. but you have to constantly worry that he's about to run the length of the field because he can bump three people yeah. and go the length. That, yeah. And a lot of fullbacks <clears throat> can't do that because they're mm. not that big. Um, whereas Greg Inglis, Greg Inglis is like the strength of a front rower, literally. Like, you know, I'm sure you've got many stories of him in wrestling throwing mm. people about. <laughs> um, but he's the speed of a, a yeah, small... Exactly. Um, do you have any memories of him in wrestling going skits? You know when um, they flip the switch and they... Yeah, he just, just used to throw people off. Yeah. You know, when you do like um, three-on-one drill yep. where he'd run the ball, he'd never go down. Yep. You know what I mean? He'd just throw people off and... Right. Everyone's like, fuck, Greg. <laughs> Relax, bro. Yeah. Gentleman's agreement, bro. Yeah, yeah but, um, you know, it was, fuck. it was awesome playing alongside Greg. He was, you know, just being out there watching him do his do thing. thing. Yeah, yep. it, was, it was great. Um, okay, so 2013, you get bounced out by Manly. And, and, and I think that even externally, you know, you could feel South's pain of like, fuck, that was the opportunity. And also to watch Rabbitohs lift the trophy that year, I'm sure you're sitting there going, fuck, mm, yeah. if there's any team that could have <laughs> won it, not the fucking Roosters. But then 2014 rolls around, um, you shift back to lock, and then Luke Keary comes in, who is just so far, such a good player. Um, we, did you, when you shift back to lock, did you was that a welcome change or was did you not want to move back to lock? Well I've never I've never really played there before yep. in the middle. Um you know, having Luke he had a great end to the you know, two thousand thirteen season and but he he done his peck in mm. the nines, so you know, it was you know, pretty shattering for him. He's gonna he's better have like a great year. Um yep. so I went to lock and Deal walk, Dee walks him at the five eight for the first few games, but I remember my first game against the Roosters. Oh, I was fucked. <laughs> I was fucked. I think, yeah, it lasted twenty odd minutes. They yep. pulled me off. Um, <clears throat> it was just a different ball game in the middle. Yeah, yeah. And then I think that only lasted two or three games. Yeah, oh, I was really? like, yeah. <laughs> I went the match. I'm over this. Yeah, yeah. Get me back on the edge. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I think we lost our first. Three out of the first five games. It oh was, no! It was just like fucking hell. What's yep. going on? Yep. And then I think it was around five or six. I think I was played my. Um, I just went past Bobby McCarthy. It was that game. Yep. And I went back to six, and we got the win there. So. Two hundred and twelve matches. Yeah. Most capped player in Rabbitohs history. So I was, you know, I was just happy to be back in the six jersey and. Yep. Played most. I think I played most of the year in the six. Yep. <clears throat> until. Uh, Luke came back. I hurt. I hurt my knee. I hurt my knee about five, six games out. And Luke came in and he was just killing it. Yeah, he was playing that good. So, um, Major was saying, "We're going to leave Luke there. Mm. Want to go to the back row?" And I was like, "Yeah, sweet." So yeah. I played edge back row, and um, yeah, that's where I just stayed pretty much. I enjoyed it there. Yeah, <clears throat> and um, you know, I struck up a good combination with Luke, and mm. you know, it was a good rest of the 
year that year and hey, it was a great rest of the year yeah. so what's what's that like i mean did you did you feel the pressure of a you know you guys are a foundation club and it's been so long but here it is you're in a grand final did you feel that pressure or not really it was business as usual uh, for you not boys? really i think everyone was pretty relaxed and um you know we had some great leaders in that squad and um you know, the other thing was Sam was leaving at the end of the year mm. and Benny Tia was leaving. Yep. Um, so there was a lot to play for. And I remember the grand final week, it was just relaxed. Mm. You know, Madge said, you know, just go enjoy the week. Don't worry about the game. And I just felt like everyone took that on board and, yep. you know, we really enjoyed it. And you Were know, you captain at this stage too? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was my first, you know, full year of captain. Yeah. Which I, yeah, I loved it. I loved right. it. Um <clears throat> Yeah, like I said, it didn't come natural to me at the start, but um, you know that route fourteen rolled around and yeah, yeah, really enjoyed it. So and so you know, walk us through that grand final, bro. You're running out with the famous red and green. You're the captain, leading the boys out to that. What do you remember from it? <laughs> nah, everything was great from that day. Yeah. <clears throat> I remember just being it was a bit hot, but it was just such a nice day, and um, everyone was very relaxed and yeah. Got nervous running, walking down the tunnel. Yeah. Sam and Greg are standing behind me, and Sam's always saying something that's you know, getting get, me pumped get up. Get the boys up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, it was just awesome to lead the boys out, and you know, seeing a packed, um, <sighs> packed stadium. I think there was eighty odd thousand people there. Yeah. Yeah, it was just, it was great, and um, yeah, it was just yeah. As soon as you run out, you know, I was just on. You know, Sam actually, you know, he broke yeah. his face and. <sighs> I actually didn't even know he broke his face. I think like half time. Wow, really? Because yeah. he just think, got on with it. Yeah. At the start of the game, Renault went to roll a kick in and it ricocheted or something. And then they end up knocking it on. Yeah. And Sam turned to me to say something like about his face, but I sort of just brushed him because I wanted to. I think I wanted to spray Renault. I was like, "Fuck! You got to get, <laughs> get them fucking kicks in the in goal." Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? bloody hell. Yeah, yeah. And then like on the footage, you see Sam. Greg, Greg, and he's like, "Fuck, you got to help me here." Yeah, I'm fine. And um, yeah, so it's amazing what he did. Yeah, obviously went in the half time, and fucking everyone could see his face was fucked, but oh, didn't really bother him. Yeah, it's just a machine. And just as a got captain, what are you thinking in that? Like when you see that, and he's a key player, and thing. What What's your thoughts as a captain? You just like, mate, just find a way, find a well, way. Well, I always, you know, <clears throat> Sam's always been a leader to me. You know yep. what I mean? He's um, the way you can talk to the team and get everyone up he's all, i've always find him as in, you know an inspiration to myself so yeah um you know he just you know i just was semi-following his leader yeah, you know yeah. what i mean he's got a broken face and he's still doing it so yeah everyone just jumped on and so you, you kind of feel like they galvanized the boys to see like sammy's hurting you know he's still in this boy so we've got no excuse to be you know cutting yeah. corners or whatever yeah i just think yeah that that whole game we just Knew what we did. We just got to keep completing because mm. we had the big, you know, the big forward pack, and we just used to roll on down the middle usually. And then you know, Adam used to kick us in corners, so we didn't really have a fancy game plan, but it worked yep. for us. And um, yeah. So when GI goes over, that's is that when you know you've won it? When when the Goana is just getting done in the corner there? Yeah, it was probably the try before. Try before? Yeah, I think. Yep. Um, oh no, sorry. Yeah, when Adam scored. Yep. So Sammy scored in the corner. Renault kicked the goal up by 14. Mm. Then we rolled down. Actually, <laughs> I kicked it and I thought I was going to get it. <laughs> there was no fullback. 
I was about to have a run and Renee was going, kick it, kick it. So I kicked it and then it bounced like back towards me. I was like, oh, here it is. And Adam's just come from nowhere and just got it. And, uh, what a it dog. It was the best. It he's, was the best. He's, he snuck you. He snuck yeah. to try it. <laughs> yeah. No, I just remember um, there's all the doggies fans over there and I remember just, I just jumped the fence and I was just like, yeah. Yeah, good. <laughs> you know? Yeah, good. So, yeah, after the yeah, yeah we went up by 20 then. Yeah. So, and so, yeah, like the, the siren goes and, and what's, what's that feeling like? Think of this young kid from the area, you know, you uh, <clears throat> think you captain your team to a victory first yeah. time in forever. It was, um, yeah, it was the best. I think, you know, when Greg scored in the corner and we're just, you know, stacking on. Yeah. I remember just catching myself looking up, just going, fuck, I've done it. This you know, is it. This is it. I've fucking, this is the I've pinnacle. done it. Yeah. yeah. I've been waiting so long to do it and. You know, be able to captain and and door was just it was yeah it was amazing for myself. And what was the celebrations like after? <laughs> yeah, they were good. <laughs> <laughs> we had a good week. Yeah, you know, a good week of you know being together with the boys and um, the Friday was our prezzo. Yeah. So it just all the days just got better and better, and then Friday rolled around and it was a presentation and yeah, you know, it was just yeah, it was good. amazing. Yeah, yeah, good. Um, were you there when? Is it Dylan Walker that lost his ring? Yeah. Were you yeah, there when that happened? Yeah, I was literally right there. <laughs> what a, what was, did he do? Oh, yeah, he just, I don't, I don't know how it came off, but he was just like, fuck, you know, he's dead. Was he dancing or something? Or like, what was he oh, doing? How does it fly into I remember the... just him just going like, he doesn't have it, you know? And I was just <laughs> like, fuck. You know, he was sad and I was just like, yeah, it was weird. And I remember just going, you have mine, have mine. <laughs> We get another one, like yeah. cares, you know. Who cares? Yeah, because yeah. you just charge and love and love. Yeah, yeah. Fucking so. hell, um, <laughs> mate. How good's that? How good's yeah. that? Um, okay, so the next year though, twentieth um, January, it's announced that GI is going to be uh, the captain. Um, what, what, walk us through that. Was it there was an incident with Luke Burgess or in um, Arizona? Was walk us through what happened there? Yeah, so we went, it was like five and a half weeks after we, we won the comp. Yeah. Um, probably wasn't in the best headspace yep. to go back to training. And <clears throat> but, um, yeah, went to Arizona. We done a, had a good training camp. And, um, you know, the last night we had a drink on. Mm. We had a bit of a drink on and, you know, I just didn't go home and I should have went home and yep. um, just got myself in a bit of, bit of trouble and, you know, spend the night in the prison. Mm. Was it just <laughs> Man, um, for like, you just know? Tr yeah, drunk, being drunk, drunk and disorderly. Okay, okay. So, yeah, and then that was a tough one. I had to walk back in the in the hotel to see Madge. It was like 11 or 12 o'clock in the day. Yeah. And everyone was like, where the fuck are they? Yeah. Yeah, and I just told them what happened. And um, obviously I had to tell the integrity unit and all that stuff. And um, yeah, so... You know, got in trouble off the club and and we sorted it all out. That's, you know, we sorted, everything was all sorted. So, um, but I sat down with Madge and he said he's, um, you know, I wasn't going to be captain anymore. And, you know, that was pretty devastating. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, coming off a grand final win. And it was like, it was like my first year, my first year as um, captain, really. Yeah. Full First full season. So... Mm. Yeah, I was devastated. I was devastated that I lost the captaincy, but it was my own wrongdoing, so I couldn't really complain about it. <clears throat> and then, um, yeah, Greg gets named captain, and then 
next thing they're all the all the media's chasing to see what happened and you know they've been up finding what had happened and yep. there's footage of me you know, <laughs> in yep. handcuffs and stuff like that but um yep. yeah it was just it was just hard at that time because i already sorted out with nrl mm. and the club yeah and then for it to two months later be brought, into brought back in with the media it was just yeah the mug shot was everywhere yep and um all right yeah. <laughs> Oh, man, so, it sucks. It's, it's a good mug shop. Yeah, I'll give it that. It's a good <laughs> mug shop, but yeah, no, it just um, you know, seeing my mum and dad's yeah. blasted all over the papers. Yeah, you know, just yeah, sucks, man. And yeah. it was purely just drunk and disorderly, like just yeah. Well, well, my charge was yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, far out. Yeah, that sucks, man. That absolutely yeah. sucks. <clears throat> and then like as you, did, s- you know what, it probably took me a while to get over that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it probably took me fucking a while to get over that. Yeah, you know? and what would to get over maybe the maybe the embarrassment or what? What do you think was what? What was the hardest thing to kind of process yeah. for you? Yeah, we're just losing the captaincy first, as yep. you know, coming off the grand final. Mm. Um, it was like seven weeks later I lost it. So yeah, yeah, that was tough. And then you know, obviously when it come out in the in the media, just having my mugshot everywhere. Yeah. It's tough on seeing my mum and dad, Absolutely. you know, really, you know, sad that, you know, I did this sort of thing. But, yeah, yeah. so all of that sort of stuff had just, just weighed on me and um, I just... Yeah, it just took me a while to get over it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, I can only imagine. Especially, like, obviously, you know, you're stuffed up, but it's not, like, did you really do something as mad? I'm sure the media made it sound way worse than it probably was. Um, and as you said, like, it's already been sorted internally. You've, yeah. you've copped your punishment. You've you've copped everything you've needed to cop, and the, the club's happy, the club's, the NRL's happy, and then all of a sudden you've got to copy the punishment again yeah. from it. It's already done. Yeah. So, yeah, that would be very, very tough to deal with. Um, yeah. So that season, um, so that season, um, you end up getting a broken leg. Um, so it's like a, just a tough year for you. Yeah. So halfway through the season, I did me, um, did me bicep. So I stuffed me bicep up. Yeah. I got the surgery. I would have missed the rest of the year. Um, and, um, you know, obviously didn't get the surgery. And then a month later, I broke my leg. So oh. I was just like, fuck. Far can't take out. a break here. Yeah. You know, I would have liked to have got that fixed. If, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I was, that was just a disappointing year for me. Yeah. It was just, yeah, nothing went right. And so, th- so the next few years, uh, the next few years, it's, it's kind of like then you tear your peck. Is it mm. that next year? So, yeah, I, you know, got back, you know, I felt after my leg, I felt really good. First yep. game, that's it, two minutes ago in the first game, Tom and Peck. And oh, my like, God. <laughs> you had such a long career, like yeah, injury but, free, pretty much. Yeah. And then yep. fucking when it rains, it pours. Um, so. <clears throat> And so then in 2018, you become the first uh, Rabbitohs player to reach 300 games um, and only the 32nd person in history at the time. Uh, fuck, what's that? Again, what's that? Did you... I'm sure, like, as a kid, I'm sure you never thought this would happen, but when you take yourself back to being a kid and thinking about what you'd, how far you'd come, does it just blow your mind? Yeah, it does. I, yeah, it hasn't really sunk in, really, that I've played so many games for the club. It's, yeah. I don't know, everyone's like... Oh. Played some Adam was just like doesn't really sink in with me that I've done that. So yep. um yeah, it was just yeah, it was awesome to notch up three hundred. We didn't we didn't have the win, but um yeah, two thousand eighteen season I really 
I had a great year. I yeah. thought I had a really good year. Um, you know, we're just one game away from the granny. Yeah. But, um, you know, obviously I was getting towards the back end of my career, so, you know, I really wanted <clears throat> to make those last years work. And yeah. Yeah, it didn't, didn't pan out that way, but, um, you know, I'm very grateful of being able to stay at the club I loved mm. and play so many games for them. Yeah. And um, so 2019, um, you announced that you'd retire at the end of the season. When did that, when did you make that decision, do you think, where you're like, you know what, this is the time to go? It's probably about, yeah, first half of the year. I just, mm. I just didn't think I was playing good enough footy. Mm. Um, you know, I think, um, you know, I had the, t- the team were there, they are always going to, you know, support, not support, they are always going to, if I'm in the side, they they can rely on me. Yeah. But I thought um, I just couldn't, you know, rely on myself. I just thought I wasn't playing enough good footy. Yeah. Um, and I just thought it was, yeah, it was time to hang the boots up. Did you ever consider Super League? It's like a, you're still playing NRL level yeah, footy, you know? Yeah. You know what? I wish I did now. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know why. I, think I don't get, know why. <laughs> I think you get to a point where you're just so over the training, you're yeah. so over the... You're so tired yeah, and sore. Yeah, would have been a bit of that. But, um, you know, after retired, because my job was being with the first grade, doing, you know, a bit of coaching and stuff with them, fuck, I just, I just wanted to play again, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, and you see the boys getting all kid up and that, and you're, yeah, like, fuck, you're like, fuck, I want to get out there. Because I run the water for the team, mm. you know, I get to stand behind and just see what's going on, and it's... Yep. It's like, fuck, I wish I could still do it. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, 100%, um, 100%. I actually played a game this year. I actually had oh, a run, you? but I didn't do any training. I thought I could just walk into an A-grade game and yeah, be yeah. able to do it, and I just... How'd you go? It wasn't... Oh, <laughs> that is shocker. It was just... Um, yeah, I was fucking sore for weeks. Had a black eye. Yeah. We got beat by 40-odd, so I was just like, fuck. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to condition yourself. You've yeah, got exactly, to condition yeah. yourself, I man. Just, you know, I did a lot of surfing, I lost a lot of weight, and I just, yeah, just every time I try to make a tackle, I was just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I'm feeling it, trust me, I'm fucking yeah. terrible at the moment. Yeah. Um, okay, so, yeah, so, so you, you, you announced your retirement, and then what, what's the, the next few years for you? Do you go immediately into the coaching staff after the next year, or did you have a bit of a break? Um, I just went into running the blue shirt. Yep. So <clears throat> the club being great, it just eased me into it. I haven't had too much... Um, on my plate, mm. but it's um, <clears throat> it's weird times like not being like just not playing anymore. Yeah, you know, obviously, I did it for so long, and you know, I'm still still a little bit struggling that I'm not playing anymore. Yeah, absolutely, so it's a bit weird, but <clears throat> the club have been great to me, and mm. obviously, you know, I've got a good job now working with SG Ball, yeah. so just looking forward to you know, the next stage of my life. and who knows? Maybe, maybe coaching, head coaching. Yeah. You know, one day at the club. Yeah, so, so that's <laughs> that's something you aspire to, hopefully. Um, at the moment, I don't know. You know, I see a lot of head. You know, see the coaches. It looks so stressful. And yeah. But um, you know, maybe I want to be assistant one day for the club. And yeah. Yeah, that's probably my my path. Yep. Assistant coach at South. Who knows? You could you could become the assistant and then grow into that role. Yeah, kind of like exactly. captaincy. You never exactly. thought you were going to be a captain. Yeah. And then you fucking exactly. captain your team to a, a premiership. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's tough, man, that the years when you're after you quit, because you identify as a rugby league player. Like, if I'm not mm. a footy player, then, like, what am I? Like, I'm yeah. just fucking, like, what am I? I don't know. Um, whereas I think the people that don't play NRL, they've already come, they don't 
identify with that. They're like, no, there's plenty of other stuff to, to mm. enjoy or do or pursue. Yeah. Or, but footy players, that's all we know. You know? Exactly. All that's all know. I've ever known. And it's just, yep. it's just weird not, I don't know, just not being able to do it anymore. But yep. I'm definitely looking forward to this, this coaching thing. Yep. And Very lucky that you got to stay in the system. Yeah. Like stay yeah. in with the boys. Man, the hardest thing for me was like when you just get ripped out. Yeah. You don't get to see them no more. You don't get to talk to them no more. Um, but yeah. Um, so I ask all the boys this favorite. Actually, sorry, was there ever a time when you considered leaving the Rabbitohs? Like when when you had a good offer from another team? Yeah, I think after the 2013. Yeah. Um, I was coming off contract, and uh, <clears throat> I think maybe Penrith. You know, I was thinking about going there. Yeah. Uh, but you know, the, yeah. So the money wasn't as good as Penrith, but. See, I get to say this, the club I love, and it, yep. was, a, it was a four-year deal, so yeah, it wasn't um, it wasn't too hard for me to you know knock that deal back and yep. stay with South. So, the, so the, the South deal was less money than the Penrith deal. Yeah, yeah, um, substantially yeah. less. Um, yeah, it was yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, that's, that's the thing. Like a lot of fans, like they don't hear. Not that you're sitting here going, "Oh, I was loyal," or whatever. Yeah. But they they often don't hear that a lot of players like yourself knock back bigger contracts all the time because mm. you love the club and you want to be a one club player. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, that's, that's interesting. You were Penny, Penny Panthers, eh? Boys <laughs> out west. Well, I'm glad I stayed. We won the comp yeah. next year. <laughs> Could you imagine? Could you imagine? Right? And you get a coach. Okay. Yeah. Um, ask all the boys this, bro. Favorite rapper of all time. Favorite rapper. Yeah. Because <clears throat> it's yeah. Probably Tupac. Tupac, yeah. Yeah, but I've been, um, you know, it's just weird watching, seeing all these new rappers. It's, yeah. They all sound the same. Yeah, they do. They're all auto tune. And rapping about just um, money and their jewelry. Yeah, it is 100%. <laughs> I mean, it's just. 100%. They all do the same the, thing. But the good thing about Tupac is he, uh, he was talking about real stuff, mm, you know, mm. stuff that you could relate to and, and think yeah. about or stuff, at least yeah. like, it's, even if I couldn't relate to it, at least I could see the struggle and, and feel it. Exactly, um, whereas yeah. like now you're right it's like women and money that's it <laughs> um favorite movie of all time um probably kill bill kill bill yeah i love kill that bill. is a great movie yeah. great movie um is there any young guns at the rabbitohs that you're tipping for a big year next year well you've seen taffy yep. like you taff um probably um, expecting big things from Lockie, a little halfback Lockie Ilias. Yeah, okay. he had one run against yep. the Dragons. Yep, um, he played really well. Mm. So, you know, a good preseason under his belt, and you know, he might be um, maybe partner in cage in the half. Yep. So mm. we'll see. Um, <clears throat> did you get one season under Wayne, or did he come? Yeah, nineteen. Yeah. What yep. was that like? Uh, you know, meeting Wayne, and you know, it's the first one of the probably the first time you've been under him. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Um, you Very know, different see, to the outside persona, right? Eh, yes, you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no one gets to see the other side of Wayne. It was just, yep. it was great. He was being great for me, <clears throat> you know, with my, you know, my next part of my life and my yep. journey, my coaching and stuff. You know, we had some good chats about all that stuff. And, no, it was, it was great to have him at the club and, and you know, very happy that he came. And, yep. um, you know, I wish we could have kept him for longer. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, you know, maybe it can... Get a start with him up Redcliffe. Who knows? <laughs> next coach. Next Redcliffe coach. Mate, um, thank you so much for coming on, brother. I really do appreciate it. And um, I'm sure we'll stay in contact. Cheers. Thanks for having us. Boom.